return is very close And so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God Our God is an awesome God Welcome to a service at Holy Life Tabernacle in Brookings, South Dakota. We are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ. Now let's go into the sanctuary and here's today's message. Uh, Are you happy to be here today? Praise God. I'm trying to put the microphone <laughs> so that we can start. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, let's pray. Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you for a wonderful opportunity to be present in your house today, Lord. We give you praise. So, bradila kasata la madigesato le gresco jekede bradila kasada. We worship you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for the Holy Spirit who is present with us today. Our hearts and our minds are open, Lord, to receive, to hear, and receive your word. We receive your word with meekness, with faith, Lord. We give you praise. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. How is everybody doing? Are we having a good time? Do you wish uh, you were in 2020? Are you happy that it's 2021? (laughs) Or some have already started wishing that, okay, I mean, let's get over with with 2021. I want to be in 2022. You know, every day you can have an exciting life with the word of God. God's word is given to us to live a a victorious life. Praise God. And... um, Jesus is coming back very soon. And uh, God wants us to be have that in our consciousness every day. You know, some Christians get concerned when you say Jesus is coming back. They don't want to hear it. But you gotta, you've got to remind yourself every day that the Lord is coming back. And, and you, we should actually be excited because, um, for instance, like you have your mobile phone with you. Uh, if, if, if the manufacturer comes out and says, we have a new, a better uh, version of the phone you currently have, you should be excited because it's going to be better than what you have. And, and the Bible says that this world is going to pass away and there's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. So we should be excited, right? Praise God. Jesus is wonderful. So today I'm sharing with you on the affirmation principle of the Word of God. Listen, it's important that you understand the Word of God. God's Word is a set of principles that ought to be applied. I found out that many don't understand this. Let let me just say this. Maybe you can write this down. Growth is not a miracle. Success is not a miracle. There is a miracle element in success and growth. But growth and success in itself is not a miracle. It is actually the application of revealed principles and means. Now, don't forget that. 
What that means is that you can apply the word of God in any situation that you're faced with and cause a change. That's what I'm trying to say. So, there is this principle in the New Testament that you ought to be aware of and you have to apply every day as a child of God. Now, let's go to the basics. How did you get born again? How did you get born again? Maybe let's read Romans chapter 10, verse 9 and 10. Uh, It says, That if thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, and and shalt believe in thy heart that God raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Now, pay attention to this scripture. It says, For with the heart man believeth on righteousness. And with the mouth, confession is made on the salvation. This, listen, this scripture, you gotta, you, you don't, in anything, don't forget this scripture. Because it says, listen, you didn't get born again by just agreeing with your heart, like in your heart that Jesus is Lord. That didn't give you salvation. It said, let's read it again. If thou shalt confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, the Lordship of Jesus, if you confess that Jesus is the Lord of your life, and you will believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, thou shalt be saved. He said, for with the heart man believeth on righteousness. But with the mouth, confession is made on a salvation. Now, pay attention to this. Your confession of the Lordship of Jesus Christ catapulted you to the realms of salvation. That is where, so this is a principle in the New Testament that you got to understand. You got to understand that you have to agree with God. Not just agreeing with God in your heart. You got to proclaim it to have the results of God's word. Because your salvation came by not just believing in Jesus, but the result of your salvation was as a result of your proclamation of the Lordship of Jesus. And it's a principle that you got to apply every day. Hallelujah. It's called affirmation, confession. Declaring the same things in agreement with God. There are many Christians who have not agreed with God. You know, they say, oh, the Bible says, uh, oh, the other day the Bible said, you have to come to a point and say, I agree with it. Yes, sir. The Bible says this. This is it. This is me. I agree with it and I confess it. That is the only way your life begins to change. Okay? Let's go to Hebrews. Can you open to the next scripture that I, I, I want to show you today? About the same principle of saying what God has said concerning you. Affirmation principle. So I want us to read together Hebrews chapter 13, verse 5 to 6. It says, let your com- conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things as you have. For he had said, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. So that we will keep quiet about it. I want you to see that clearly. So that we may boldly say, Hallelujah. The Lord is my helper, and I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Listen, it is not enough to know the word. It's it's not enough to memorize it. It's not enough to say the Bible. You have to agree with God. Oh, glory to God. How this has changed my life When 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 I was growing up. I discovered this that changed my life. So I'm always bold about the word of God. I began using this principle a long time ago. And it works every time. If you will confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus, the Lordship of Jesus, believing in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. 
So if I can believe it, and I can say it with my mouth, I'm going to have the results that God's word says I will have. It is a principle that works every day. That's why I told you that growth in itself is not a miracle. It is the right application of revealed principles and means. For instance, let's say, um, Pastor Randon is not here. Okay, Grace is over here. Uh, uh, Mama Pat is over here. Let's say someone gave us, two of us, uh, parcels of land. So you, someone gave her a land and gave me a land as well. And we, needed, we have to cultivate the land to get food. So imagine, she says, um, I don't want to do anything on the land, but, um, oh God, let mangoes grow on the land. Let maize, you guys, do you call it maize here? Or corn? Let corn grow on the ground. Oh God, corn. Oh, I call for corn to grow on the ground. She's going to starve to death. But if I will not pray, and I go till the ground and sow my seed, the only prayer I might pray is like, oh God, can you get us some rain? So, what am I telling you? When you apply the principles of God, for instance, the Bible already told you that as long as the earth remains, seed time and harvest will not cease. God has revealed the principle. All I need to do is to apply it. And I have the result that God's word says we should have. Praise God. So it is called the affirmation principle. Saying the word affirm is to confess, is to announce, is to declare. To say the same thing in agreement with God. Praise God. Because your salvation came by not just believing in your heart. There are, many, there are people who go to church who are not born again. Because, because they merely agreed in their heart that Jesus is Lord. They have never made the bold declaration of the Lordship of Jesus. And you could go to hell without doing that. Because you have not completed what the Word of God says about salvation. So it is not enough to believe that you are healthy. You've got to say it. You've got to talk God's talk. There is a communication of the Spirit. I will show you that in, 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 in a moment. What, what's the next scripture I have in there? Okay, so understand this. The Bible says, through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Now, this is another scripture that you have to understand. He says, by faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. God created the world with his words. And it shows us the same principle, that you can create the circumstances of your life. You know, you hear people say, oh, I'm not happy because everything is messed up. If everything is fine, I'm going to be happy. You are living in the wrong street. It is your your happy spirit that dictates the condition of your spirit. Listen, this is what Christians often understand. You don't wait. Listen, your happiness is not determined by what happens around you. It is your happy spirit that dictates the circumstances of your life. That's what God expects you to do. Jesus said, a good man, out of the good treasure of his heart, bring it forth good things. So you've got to bring, you've got to bring forth happiness. Listen, listen, I live about the systems of the world. That ought to be your mentality as a child of God. Jesus said, you are in the world, you are not of the world. We live beyond this world. We operate with, with a different set of rules. 
We, 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 we superimpose the kingdom of God, the reality of the kingdom, of, the kingdom of God in our spirit on our world. Listen, Jesus has come. I told you from the beginning that Jesus is coming for a glorious church. And until the church, until we wake up, we are actually those delaying the coming of Christ. Because we've not, we've not risen up to walk the way we are supposed to walk. Most of the church is still a begging church. They begging, begging God to do, to God to heal me, begging God to give me money, begging God because the devil has so beaten them up. Listen, we have to rise up. We are kings and priests. Listen. Oh, dear Lord. I, I, I wish I'd drawn this thing inside you. <laughs> Let's take that scripture again. Through faith we understand that the world was framed by the word of God. So the things which are seen were not made of things we do appear. I want you to look at the word frame. It's from the Greek word katatiso. Katatiso, which means to amend. To amend. To construct. The word frame. You can construct the circumstances of your life. So, for instance, let's say you've been so sick. You've been so sick and sick and go today to the doctor. The next day the doctor said. The following day the doctor said. Two years the doctor, the doctor said. That what has God said? What's the voice of God? And, and, and I'm, I'm, I'm drumming this in your spirit because, you see, where the world is right now, we have to use our faith. For instance, look at what's happening around the world. Everyone is running and hiding. There's a, a, a virus somewhere. And everyone is so afraid of, oh Lord Jesus. And the church is shutting down. Listen, I, I've always said that if we rise up to our calling, the world will recognize that we are different. We are supposed to be different. Listen, we heal the sick. We don't contract diseases. Jesus said, if they, if they shall lay hands on the sick, they will recover. Praise God. That is my calling. That is our calling. That is our identity. That's what God has called us to do. We don't contract diseases. We don't, dis- we don't distribute diseases. We heal, dis- we heal all manner of diseases. Listen, until we believe it, it's not going to happen. We are supposed to believe it. We are supposed to agree with God and talk that way. But majority of the church, we, it's, it's a tragedy. It's a tragedy. We need to wake up. Because Jesus is coming for a glorious church. A church without spot, without wrinkle or any such thing. A church, a church full of faith. A church walking in the reality of the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Praise God. So let's look at what the master himself said in Mark chapter 11 verse 23. Where he says, if you have faith as a grain of master seed, you shall say to this mountain, be thou moved and cast to yonder place. He said, if you will not doubt in your heart, but will believe that those things which you say will come to pass, you will have whatsoever you say. Tell Jesus that he lied. Did he ever lie to us? But why are we acting like it's not true? I, I, I think I shared this testimony with you before. Listen, I, I thank God that God helped me when I was growing up to put my faith in the Word. 
I, I got sick of malaria and in Africa. <laughs> I took all the medication. I took all the queens. It wasn't working. I ended up in the hospital. They gave me a bunch of drips and they discharged me the next day. I wasn't still better. I got worse. They tested for everything, for HIV, can you imagine? HIV AIDS, they tested, uh, diabetes, whatever, all, name it. It all came negative, but I was sick. And I got hold of the word of God. I began to talk the word. I said, in the name of Jesus. That, that's when I heard the message of faith. I said, in the name of Jesus, I refuse to be sick. I, I felt terrible, and I put my hands on my knees. In the name of Jesus, I'm healed through and through. From the crown of my head to the soles of my feet. In the name of Jesus. And I got, it got worse. I said, no, I, I refuse to give up. I, I'm healed. By his stripes, I'm healed. Glory to God. I got the life of God in my spirit. And I was talking like that. I was talking like that. I, for months, I won't give up. I'm healed. By his stripes, I'm healed. And I go meditate on the scriptures. All the scriptures on healing. Is that the, Romans chapter 8 verse 11. If the spirit of him that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me. He that raised up Christ vitalizes my mortal body. By his spirit that dwells in me. I talk like that. I kept on talking like that. It, it, it persisted. The, the pain persisted. I persisted. I'm not going to give up. The word of God was going to produce results for me. For me, as long as God has said it, it is settled. And, and, and that's, how, that's how I was healed. What no drug, no medication could do. I got healed. Never to go to the doctor again. Praise God. So my faith, my, my, when it comes, I know the word of God works. You can't convince me that it doesn't. I know because I've tested it. The Bible says, test and see that the Lord is good. I've proved it. So everywhere you go, you can prove the word of God in your life. Prove God's word in your life. Hallelujah. So I'm saying, talking God's word. Let's go to uh, 1 Corinthians. And I'm showing you something quickly. I want, there's a scripture that we read and we are so excited about. But I want you to notice something today that maybe you probably have not looked at. It said, but as it is written, eyes has not... Has not seen nor ear heard, nor have entered into the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. You know, we quote it and we are excited. But there's a greater truth that I want you to see. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit. That's nice, right? But it gets, it gets even nicer. For the spirit searched all things. Yes, the deep things of God. For what man knows the things of a man except the, the spirit of man that, which is in him. Even so, no, no one knows the things of God except the Spirit of God. Can you go to the next verse, please? Now we, oh boy, this is, this, this is what I wanted to see. Now we have received not the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is from God. That we may know the, the things that are freely given to us of God. When we know those things, are we supposed to be quiet about them? No, which things also we speak. So, the things that God has revealed concerning you, you are not supposed to be quiet about it. You're supposed to speak them. With things also we speak, not in words. Listen, this communication, it is, is not in the understanding of human beings. For instance, if I say, if I, say I refuse to be sick, someone will say, what are you talking about? 
How can you say he feels, he feels to be sick? As a human being, you get sick. That's human communication. And that makes sense. But he says, these things we also speak, not in the words which man's wisdom teaches, but which the Holy Ghost teaches. Comparing spiritual things with spiritual. We are supposed to communicate, speak the words of the Spirit. Speak the words of God. God wants you to communicate. Talk God's stuff. There, there is a communication of the Spirit. Don't talk like ordinary men. The Bible says we are not ordinary. As a Christian, there's nothing ordinary about you. Listen, the church has been told our humanity for a long time. Oh, we are human beings. We, we are ordinary people. Listen, there's nothing ordinary about you when you're born again. Because you have the life of God in your spirit. You have the nature of God in your spirit. And you have to recognize that. I'm born again. I'm born again. I'm a child of God. I want you to say this, say this with me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Say this with me. Greater is he that is in me than he that is in the world. Say this with me. I have the life of God in my spirit. I have the Holy Ghost inside of me. Therefore, The Spirit of God quickens my mortal body. He makes alive my body. Therefore, my body is not subject to disease. Say say that with an understanding. My body is not subject to disease. Any disease that comes in contact with my body... Dies on contact. Hallelujah. Listen, you got to talk God's talk. Talk who you are. Say who you are. I'm a child of God. Praise God. Imagine, listen, if you meditate on this, it will change your life forever. I'm a child of God. Born again, full of the Holy Ghost. Aha! Glory to God. Woo, glory to God. I remember, let me, let me share this testimony with you. You know, we forget, sometimes we forget who we really are. And that's the, that's the biggest problem. And God is, I remember some days, Pastor Dave was talking about the fact that um, sometimes God would say, I, ho- I, I certainly hope that they will look at the word. And, and that has been the heart of the Father for years. Jesus has been waiting for the church to occupy over 2,000 years ago. Listen, I'm sharing this because I believe Jesus is coming really soon. But he's not coming. We, the church is not going to escape from the world. We are supposed to, we are going to exit out of this world triumphantly. It's not like, we are, oh, Jesus, come rescue us. Please, please come, come rescue us. No, he's coming for a glorious church. A, a church that has so dominated the devil. A check that has put the devil where he belongs. Praise God. So I, I was saying that we sometimes forget who we are. I remember some days ago, uh, some weeks ago, I was trying to do an assignment. And I sat on it for a long time. I, was, I tried everything. I was, I was trying to get it to a certain standard. And it wasn't quite there. And 
After struggling with it for some time, I got furious with myself. I, I was like, why am I acting like I don't have the Holy Ghost? I got angry. I said, I, 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 I busted into tongues. I said, Balataka, I have the Holy Ghost. I, I said, I opened my mind to wisdom. And all of a sudden, my mind opened. Something that I sat on for, 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 for hours. Within, within some seconds, I was able to get it done. Because, because you, can, you can open up your spirit to receive wisdom from the Holy Ghost. This, don't ignore what you have. You have the Holy Spirit. Don't live like someone who doesn't have the Holy Spirit. The Bible said, they know not, neither will they understand. For I have said unto you, ye are gods, and all of you are children of the Most High. But they shall die like me and men, because they know not. You've got to know who you really are. You're a child of God. Praise God. And you are different. You are different. Praise God. Don't have fear in your heart. I know a lot is happening in the world. People are so afraid. Listen, you can, the Bible says you've not received a spirit of bondage again of fear. Listen, to be honest with you, fear has, fear has been dissipated. Fear has dissipated from my spirit. It's, been, it's like the files of fear has been deleted. I can't I can, I can think of fear. This is not a preaching. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you the communication of my spirit, the mindset that I have. I, I, don't, I don't get afraid. I, say, I, I tell myself, I have no fear in my spirit. Every now and then, I have no fear in my spirit. Look at what we say. He has said so that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper, and I will not be afraid of what man shall do unto me. Look, at, look David was an exceptional man of God. He, he was exceptional. Look at his communication about God. He said, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Listen, don't be quoting it today. I agree with Yes, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. I have no lack for nothing. I'm supplied abundantly. It ought to be a communication. I'm protected of God in my going out and my coming in. Because he says, He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That should be your communication. Not that, oh, as we're going out today. There's a virus outside. We don't know what's going to happen. No, that's not the life of a Christian. We live, the Bible says we walk by faith. Praise God. Not by sensory perception. Not by what we feel. Listen, many are so conscious of the world more than God. You know, there was this story of um, a gentleman who was falling from it, falling from a, a tree. And he cried, is someone there to help? Like, someone there to help me. And then he heard a voice. And the voice said, oh, I'm here to help you. And, and he asked, who are you? And the voice said, I'm God. And the guy said, uh, is there any other person there to help me? Because <laughs> he was like, God, I can't see you, you know. I'm, I'm looking for a real person. And that's how sometimes we behave. The word of God is absolute reality. You've got to begin to see yourself from the way God sees you. Praise God. See from the perspective of the world. I don't see outside the word of God. You can't sell me anything outside of God's word. There are Christians, do you know, there are Christians who are waiting 
for CNN to tell them it's okay to go to church. You are in a, I, I wish I was streaming this. You are in a terrible situation. Because you might send Janet to hell. Because if you are waiting for CNN, and listen, I'm sharing this because we got to begin to use our faith. Because where the world is getting to, you can't rely on medical science. Look at what it is God and us into right now. This is the time to begin to use your faith. Well, the doctor said, uh, the doctor said, um, my, my doctor said, the next day the doctor said, what has God said? I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. Go to God first. What is God saying? If you will talk to God, because most of the time the doctors are wrong. America trusts the doctors so much. I remember Papa was talking about the fact that uh, they go overseas and they see a lot of miracles. But you come over in America and you don't see no miracles. That, the reason is America has put, has put medical science first. In, in, in Africa, the system doesn't work. So we, we put our faith in God. How do you like that? <laughs> Praise God. So thank God you have good medical system, but don't, don't put your faith in it. Before you go to the doctor, go to God. What The Holy Spirit can guide you on which of the doctors to even go to. Because, listen, understand this. When someone is not born again, they are subject to the manipulation of Satan. Because the Bible talks about men that the devil can use at his will. So you are either a child of God or you are a child of the devil. You may not like that. So how can a man who doesn't know God, how, could, how would you want to live your life? How can your life be dependent on the person who doesn't know God? Your faith should be in God's word. Hallelujah. Praise God. Uh, have I exhausted the scriptures that I want to talk about today? <laughs> Praise God. It's, it's time anyway. Um, so much to say. So much to say. But I hope you've received something. You've learned something today. Let's, let's just thank God. Give, give praise to the Lord for... Just thank the Lord for all that you heard in your spirit. Father, we thank you. We give you praise. Thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the principles of your word that stands forever. Your word, you said heaven and earth will pass away, but your word will never pass away. Lord, thank you. Thank you for your word that is still relevant even in our generation. Thank you. We give you praise. Thank you for the ability of your word. Your word is sharper than any two urges sword. Piercing to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, of joint and of marrow. And it's a discerner of the thoughts and interests of the heart, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the efficacy of your word. And Lord, I pray for everyone hearing me now. Any disease in their bodies, they are healed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. You are made whole from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet. In the name of Jesus. I proclaim your healing, Lord. In the name of Jesus. I proclaim and declare that you are healed. You are made whole in the name of Jesus. You are strong. Receive strength. Receive healing and wellness and wholeness in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. We give you praise in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.
Thank you for listening to this inspirational message. We trust that you were encouraged in your faith. For additional information or resources, please contact the church at 605-692-4616. You can email us at holylifeatbrookings.net or visit our website at holylifetabernacle.com. If you're in the Brookings area, please stop by to visit a service. We are located at 241 Mustang Pass, just off Main Avenue South. Our service times are Sundays at 10 a.m. and 6.30 p.m., also Wednesday nights at 7. God bless you.